Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the T-Unit's Burn Barrel Podcast. It's Thursday night. Hi, Alice. Been another crazy week. Fuck. <laughs> Am I not allowed to say that? No. Is that amongst the things I'm not allowed to say? What are you being pleasant for? It's been another crazy week. What's wrong Kathy with Lee? All right, I got a few issues with you, lady. Ready? Oh, gosh. What did I do? First thing you did was two minutes ago, you said, why do we have so many? <laughs> and I said, so many what? You said, what do we have? And I said, so many what, Alice? What do we have well, so many of? You said, no, 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 no. And you said, why do we have so many? One more time, Alice, and you deserve to be homicided away. I'm sorry. You don't say, why do we have so many while you're looking at your computer without letting me know what it is? Is that bill collectors coming after us? Is that uh, pedophiles? Is that SWAT team members around the house? Is that naked pictures of you on the internet? What is it, Alice? It was notifications on the Burn Barrel Podcast Twitter, and it was because you were in a conversation. Why do we have so many? That is such a chick thing. No no guy would ever (laughs) stop right there. You stop in the middle of sentences all the time. Why do we have so many? (laughs) I was looking at the Twitter. I can't believe they're approaching. (laughs) No more information. That's it. All right, that's number that's first order of business. You meant notifications on Twitter. Why do we have so many, Alice? Because you were in a conversation on Twitter in which the Burn Barrel podcast was tagged, so it led to a lot of notifications. Oh, but I've been busy. I had, didn't have time to keep up with all your conversations on Twitter today. I'm busy too, Alice. Twitter is part of my job and my life. However, however ill or good it is, bad it is and i also said i also said you know this tells me that we need to we need to either go on vacation take a break i need to take time off my work today sucked today felt like 53 hours and the fact that i got covid right before my show started did not help you have covid oh the fact that biden got covid (laughs) i am not in love with you (laughs) 
Yes, Biden have COVID. Was that, was that first part a joke? Because I said, that you said you have COVID? If so, it was no. for you an excellent attempt at humor. That is not that is not bad. I didn't mean humor because you whispered the bad word. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really hear you say that. So I just thought you said the fact that it got COVID right before my show. And I thought you just mushed the words together. Like you were saying you were sick or something. <laughs> so do you think right now would be the first time since my show started no, you probably would have seven hours ago? You probably- what was it that I meant to tell you? Huh? Why do I have so many, so many COVID diseases in my body? That's what I meant to say. <clears throat> well, James has a cold, so you could have gotten his cold or something. Although you probably would have complained about it sooner. That's a fair point. <laughs> Sorry, no. Else, if I had jammed the Q-tips into my brain, I probably would have made the issue of it as well. <clears throat> That's great. Now we're we're both stupid. That's great. We used to be at least have one smart one. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh, reel it in. Oh, let's reel it in. So. Okay. <clears throat> so this is what I'm saying. Um, so Biden has COVID today. That's where we are. Well, no, okay, that's not. But I was on Twitter, and you asked me about. You said what? What's going on? And because I noticed this was this, this tells me that I need a vacation, or maybe we should sh- reduce the number of days we're doing the show. Or, or I certainly need a vacation from the other show. I just I can't. I mean, when was the last time you took time off from the other show? I don't know. Well, there was a day we had a Memorial Day or something. What, Mar- but like Saint, a time uh, off. Labor Day, Flag Day, St. Patrick's Day. One of the days was recently. I don't know. Um, but um, <clears throat> oh yeah, and of course, t- t- I, I can't. I can't. We just got the CBS uh, message today saying uh, we're taking Joe Biden at two, and it's like, yeah. Are we sure we're taking Joe Biden at two? And we couldn't get any information from them or anything like that. And then it's like, and they showed the still shot, showed the press briefing room, right? And 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 they're saying, and we communicated to us is we're taking Biden at two. And I'm like, I don't think we're taking Biden at two, right? Because he's quarantined, and he's up in the balcony, and I don't think so. That said, had he walked into that press briefing room, I would be a Biden booster in fan coughing. <laughs> Can you imagine how the press would have reacted? They're already the- salty. Uh, today was bizarre. Well, because the White House is being ridiculous about right. it. I know they're they're all scared. But but before we get to that, the other reason why I wanted to say that I need to take time off is on Twitter here, and on Twitter, my former social studies teacher. From ninth grade, whose name is Dave Grambling, who I follow on Twitter, has... Is this the one that you showed me his piece of writing and it was terrible? No. God, no. Dave Grambling? No, no, no. Who's he... the one that you showed me? There was some, like, former teacher or something. Do you remember this? Hmm. You showed me some piece of writing that they did? Yeah, he never submitted his stuff to me, so I, or, or, or I wouldn't have... No, but he he's a really smart guy. He was on, he, he was on Jeopardy in one. Oh wow! Yeah, he was a, he was a great great guy. But as far as bad op eds, I, I got a hundred thousand of those. But I also wrote a hundred thousand of those. But so, but 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 let me go to Dave Gramling here. This is my junior high teacher. Okay, Dave Gramling, who then to me before I, he was working for me at the Little Sun back in nineteen eighty seven was Mister Gramling mm-hmm. or nineteen eighty eight whatever. Uh, who was a great and interesting teacher. He really made politics interesting. Back then, it was the the um, Bush Dukakis race, and <clears throat> and I remember one thing about Mr. Grambling was, at some point, my friend, I won't out his name because he's got a very specific name. I was I was trying to get I was I was a John Lennon fanatic, so I was trying to get into all the drugs that Lennon got, but I didn't mm-hmm. know I wasn't cool enough to get anything, so I didn't know how to get any drugs. <clears throat> um, but. But my friends, a couple of guys who lived in the street where I lived, started to get into weed. So I would smoke weed with them. I stole a close relative's weed at one point. I kept stealing everybody's weed or just getting weed, smoking weed. And this is I was 15 or 16. And I could never get high, ever. 
Did you? Well, you never tried marijuana, but, but I did try marijuana. Yeah, but did but you I have like the same it. problem? I didn't not get high. I so just I, didn't I couldn't like get high for like thir- the first thirty times. I'm like, oh my god! And then my friend, um, who is a prolific marijuana smoker, said, "You come out with me tonight, and you're gonna get high. I guarantee you." And he had a special bowl and triple vape thing before vape was out, and special paraphernalia and uh, whatever. And I smoked a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. And I got high out of my mind, of course. That was the first time. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just listening. My mouth is agape in the back of the car. And I'm just like barely there. And I can, I can barely, and I'm listening to music. And the music, the clarity is incredible, of course, because you're baked and every, all your senses are like, whoa, man. And I was into it. I was like, oh my goodness. And he and my next door neighbor, Murph, who of course didn't smoke any marijuana, uh, anybody who was related to Murph, since Libby lives in Winchester, wanted said, let's go stop by some game happening in Stoneham. Murph is a hockey guy, played for Austin Prep, where mm-hmm. Mr. Grambling went, t- taught, and I was a student. And and that's where he used to go to Stoneham Arena, where at that time, Nancy Kerrigan used to practice. Um, so, so, so I go into there, following them. I'm one foot in front of the other. I'm shuffling like Biden. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm, and I'm high out of my mind, and I'm going to, like, a, a hockey game, a high school hockey game at Stoneham Arena, and... I'm stressed just thinking about yeah, it. Yes. I'm scared to death to, to make... I can't speak. I can't, you know... Bam, comes Mr. Grambling, approaching. She sees me. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Do you catch many games? And I'm, like, trying to process stuff, and I couldn't... I'm out of my mind. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm just I'm going to see hockey tonight. And it was... It felt like two years, but you know he was kind of aloof. And he, he didn't, but I was terrified, and that really marked the end of my non-love affair with marijuana. So anyway, today I'm looking at Mr. Grambling's, Dave Grambling's Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's got this meme tweeted, or this—he's retweeted something, and this is why I need to take time off. Okay, because. He's got this guy, this guy tweeted something, he's tweeted this guy named Mike, Luke Combs fan, whoever that is, Twitter handle goldblooded79, says, how do you like your bacon? Maybe you've seen this tweet. And there's six pictures of bacon. Mm -hmm. One is just about raw. Two is almost raw, but a little singed. Three is medium done. Four is medium well. Five is well. And six is burnt. Okay. And so I look at this and I look what Mr. Grambling commented and said two and it must be uncurled and just before the show and I thought and I said out loud I said huh that was interesting that Mr. Grambling likes almost raw almost raw and slightly uncurled and I was like used what brain power I had to think about that I wouldn't wouldn't think of him as a really uncooked kind of bacon guy although sometimes I do appreciate it almost uncooked myself although number three is more caramelized so it's like to me that's much more learn, learning and then i had a realization right there that i need to take some time off because <laughs> mr gramlings i, I am floored that he loves number two you know <laughs> my old social studies teacher from 1988 likes bacon I, say, I didn't think that was how the story was gonna no. unfold <laughs> and i was and i'm thoughtful and concerned about it like hmm picture him as a guy like that is more of a me thing we think, oh man, I need to, I need to not be interested in my old social study school teachers' bacon choices. I just need to. So I don't know what we're gonna do. We should. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe we re- reduce the number of days a week, or maybe we just take time off, or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I get a new CPAP mask and I'll feel better. But today just, just dragged earlier on. Uh, it just a, it's weird when you do radio. I had somewhat of a show plan ready. I was pretty pleased with it. I, I put a bunch of crap together. And then Biden says something funny. <laughs> I'm still thinking about how I thought you meant that you had COVID. <laughs> Great. We'll go back to the bacon. <laughs> Why do we have so many... So anyway, um, so the show starts and, and Biden announces he has COVID. And so I, I have to start to 
talk about that. But what do you say? What is there to say? The last guy in the country finally got COVID. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? Ivermectin, um, or do you like uh, monoclonal antibodies? Or help? Give me one second here. I take it you're sick of talking about people getting COVID. I'm sick of talking about people getting COVID. I also didn't know what to say. What are we saying about him getting COVID? Well, okay, I got to throw it out there that I hope he gets better because you got to qualify that because I'm going to be making fun of him. And there's nothing to say. And I said, if it was the kind of thing where you throw it out there and you say, if people want to react to it, call the number. Of course, which nobody did. And so I waited for a while. And then I, I, I started on with another topic that had to do with um, uh, David Hogg being an idiot, which just got dark. And we're going to do the same thing right now. So get ready. <clears throat> David Hogg jumped, yelled at the, the, David Hogg, the idiot theater kid at, from Parkland. Didn't you play this yesterday on our show? Did I? Oh, or maybe I did. Him yelling at Congress? Yeah. Generating the points of mass shooters in your... And he's an idiot, right? Okay, yes. so... And he's a theater kid, and CNN used the theater kids. It was all a fraud, fraudulent thing. So, anyway, because he doesn't take well to criticism, he went on to a social media and clarified. Look, I want to clarify one thing. Before that video was recorded, there was a Republican that was repeatedly saying that there is a Mexican invasion, a Hispanic invasion, 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 over and over again. And look... I understand we're going to have policy disagreements, so be it. How reasonable of him. Do you think he understands that we're going to have policy disagreements? How does he deal usually with policy disagreements? Um, by crying about it. Or calling half the country murderers. The reality is, these mass shooters are reiterating talking points that sure as hell sound a lot like what these Republicans are saying. So, now... <clears throat> some of them are. My problem are is this, is that he sounds like the dumbest first-year freshman of at any college who's just finding new knowledge, who has yet to you know, think anything through critically, whatever. That's fine. He's an idiot. That's fine. He's going to Harvard. That's what Harvard does. And sure, we might have our disagreements, obviously. Wow, once again, reasonable. Huh, well, okay. how nice of him to let us disagree with him from time to right. time on minor points. But the reality is, if you're saying something that mass shooters are also agreeing with, maybe you shouldn't be saying that same thing at the same time. That is idiotic. Of course. Yeah. Because you should say what you believe absolutely anytime. And if some moron who's a psychopath also adopts some of your beliefs for his own, that doesn't mean you have to drop any beliefs that are uh, in... Well, right. Do you know the expression, if Hitler says it's raining, do you still carry right. an umbrella? Right. It's like that. It's like, you know, you can still say what you think just because a bad person right. said something similar one time doesn't mean that you have to adjust all your belief systems. Right. Or somebody said One Direction is not responsible for who likes their music. You know, they just put it out there. And that's really where it should end. But he's a dumb. But here we go. The shooter at my high school was not on opioids. The shooter at my high school was not mentally ill. The shooter at my high school was not. Okay. So he said the shooter at my high school was not mentally ill. Mentally Ill. Now, I know nothing about Nicholas Cruz, who's a shooter. I didn't even know his name until today. So I thought to myself, was not mentally ill. It seems to, it seems like mowing down and, and butchering 20 kids, or however many it was, who are screaming and moaning in pain and sheer terror, it seems to me you would have to be in a special mindset mm -hmm. to do something like that. But he just told me, emphatically, he was not mentally ill. So I took the time this morning, which I don't suggest you do, to watch more than an hour of the three-hour interrogation of, of uh, Nicholas Cruz after he killed all the people at Parkland. Mm-hmm. And I got to an interesting part. All right, you go to the hospital, the doctors clear you. And, you t and you're talking about demons. What are the demons? The voices. Well, tell me about them. What are the voices about? It's, it's, one, it's another voice, the evil side. Okay. How long has that voice been going on? Years. It's another voice, the evil side. The mm. one that he's been hearing for years. Okay. When did it start, you think? When your mom passed? It started... You know, worse when my mom passed. Okay. Did it start how many years before your mom passed, do you think? When my father died. Okay. And what did the voices say? And what does the voice say to you? Well, what does it tell you to do? Burn, kill, destroy. Other than that, he's no, there's no mental illness there whatsoever. It's a, it's a Ted Cruz speech that the killer once heard Probably, that inspired yeah. him. Okay. Burn, kill, destroy what? Anything. Okay. But if you ever burn kill Right now, the P-S-Y-C-H and half the O should be done. 
that you're scrawling on your notebook, that that guy's scrawling. That should be right, right. there. destroying anything? One of you burned, killed, or destroyed? Burned to fire. Set fire. To, to what? In the pit. Fire. What else did the voice tell you to do that's... Kill animals. Okay, have you ever killed animals? Pretty textbook stuff. Yes. What kind of animals? Birds. Birds? Wild birds or people's birds. pets? How do you kill them? Birds. How do you kill them? Wait for them. Kill them. I'm, I'm a bird lover. There's no way. You can't catch a bird, Holmes. No, I mean like... A bird... With a pelican? Oh, okay. Where's, where's your pelican? It broke. So the voices he hears in his head tell him to burn, kill, and destroy. And so he practices shooting all the birds he sees, crouching down, aiming carefully, and blowing the little birdie heads off. But he's not mentally ill. Now, why this is incredible is obviously David Hogg is dangerously irresponsible with the crap he's saying. With Young people, 19-year-olds, think he's cool and listen to him. Right. But also, he should be deplatformed by all rights. He should be deplatformed all over the place. Well, right. And also, I mean, even if it were accurate that the particular shooter at his high school was not mentally ill, because some mass shooters are not mentally ill, some are ideological, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I do think there's a distinction, but not all mass shooters are created equal. Yes, there's the Charleston shooter that was a white supremacist that shot black people and the Buffalo shooter maybe goaded by an FBI agent, but we're not mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then there's like the El Paso shooter. So those I would say like are right wing ideological shooters. There's also Alice, the- those are psychotics. Mm, maybe, those are psychotics. Maybe, Did you see the, but I the, think- the body cam of the Buffalo shooter? Maybe. he would, There were some butchered people he was smashing away at with that gun as he's walking through the parking lot. Maybe, but I would say that he was ideological, certainly. Whereas well, he, I would he, say that Nicholas he, Cruz maybe is not. copied somebody's stupid uh, memorandum, what's he call it? What do you call it? Memorandum? What do you call it? Uh, um, Dossier? Uh, manifesto. Manifesto? When you keep saying other words, it throws me off. But, but I mean, like, I... Uh, maybe he's a borderline case. I don't know. But uh, but I think there are some shooters that clearly fall in an ideological category that are less just pure psycho, whereas like Jared Lofner that shot Gabby Giffords was just pure mental well, illness. Well, sure, right? but this guy, like, Nicholas Cruz, was a psychotic hearing voice. And this one's Once a psychotic voices. hearing voices. But it, what's interesting to me is David Hogg says, like, oh, it sounds like the stuff these shooters are saying as though there's like an epidemic of a bunch of shooters who are all doing the same things for the same reason. And they're all incredibly different cases. I mean, there's Muslim terrorist mass shooters, too, like the Pulse nightclub or like San Bernardino. There's a bunch of different ideologies. There's the Bernie Sanders mass shooter who shot the congressman. There's the Vegas shooter that really still nobody has any idea why he did it right like there's there's all kinds of reasons that people decide to shoot people and there there are you know a lot of them are motivated by mental illness frankly and but at the same time there are ones that are ideological but they're not all the same ideology so for him to go out here and say like it sounds like the stuff these mass shooters are saying is though they're like some movement of mass shooters that are all doing the same thing they're an incredibly different group of people you know a lot of them are mentally ill frankly certainly certainly the parkland guy was certainly jared lofner was certainly the um the theater the aurora colorado movie theater guy was adam lanza the the, adam lanza uvaldi the guy who shot up virginia tech clearly mentally ill 1.5 out of the two columbine shooters were very mentally ill i mean like it it really like but it runs the gamut, you know. the The congressional baseball game shooter, I would say, was probably not really. I mean, I in order to was, shoot yes, people, you have to be kind of yes. mentally ill at some level. And to be clear, not all of these people meet the legal definition of like an insanity defense. I think somebody like Jared Lofner probably does because he has like no grip on reality whatsoever. You know, somebody like the congressional baseball shooter, I think, had enough of a grip on reality that he did that. You know, or the the. Uh, the guy who ran over the parade, the Christmas parade, he was ideological, uh, probably also mentally ill, but uh, ideolo- ideological and mentally ill. Mm-hmm. You know, but there, there's a range of these reasons that people have, and there, there are <sighs> things 
often have multiple causes. And anybody who tries to reduce any particular problem to, you know, a single cause that happens to also be their favorite policy point to push is probably being dishonest with you at some level. There's just no way around it because things have multiple causes. That's just how it goes. But anyway, you can get back to our buddy David. No, I'm done. That's it. I just think that it's not mentally ill. uh, Yeah. No, it's just remarkable. You know, it's just that this this kid, this ignorant SOB, Mm -hmm. says this dangerous, ignorant thing without ever like. Why did why did I watch the interrogation film and he didn't? Because he doesn't care about the details. But the incredible hubris of people. Young activists to never give a flying F. It's the same thing with them going after the George Floyd thing. We're killing black people in the streets. It's like, okay, do a little research into it before you go crazy. Before you, it, we're just we. Oh god, we just suck. Gotta take a vacation. Okay, I'm going away. Whispering Meadows, Alice. I'm going <laughs> whispering Meadows. I don't know. I thought today was a very exciting day in the news. I mean, I like Biden having. COVID. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, it is just incredible. And it made me... I, I found it very... I found it almost surreal and very interesting because we're in such a different place now from remember when Trump got COVID mm-hmm. and it was pre any vaccines being available. Trump was old, not in the best of health. Mm-hmm. People were saying he was at huge risk. Obviously, the left was cheering for him to die of COVID. Which well, they, they also said this is the final verdict on Trump. This shows you right here. This is so emblematic right. of the way he's handled it and his life and his presidency and all the evil things he does. Right. Look at this. He had it coming. His hubris caused this. Right. So it was it was a referendum on Trump that he got COVID. It was a, a, an indictment of his moral character. Of course, at that point in time, there wasn't even the vaccine. The vaccine, which became available due to Trump's political efforts a short time later, could have even probably been available then had Pfizer not right. held back on it to prevent it from impacting the election that the vaccine was coming out. Um, that... Uh, that change in the way we look at the pandemic from back then to now has been so profound, mm-hmm. don't you think? And the way, you know, especially the way the left has turned around once it's turned out that like everybody vaccinated also all gets COVID. Um, the 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 change in attitude around around getting COVID and what it means about you as a person and all this stuff has become so profound. And and also, like, even the left's lack of concern about it, right? Mm-hmm. They're still saying, they are still, you know, saying go out and get vaccinated and all this stuff, but they're not, they're not as concerned that Biden will die, right? If they really were that worried about COVID, you'd see a lot more concern on the left about this. And you just don't. They're saying he's fine. He's quadruple vaccinated, by the way. So and he has Paxlovid. He's going to be OK. All this stuff. Right. They're just not as worried about it anymore. You can feel it in the way that they talk about it. They were cheering for Trump to well, die. I mean, I don't know that I totally agree. Uh, well, OK. Maybe it's, it, 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 they're not as sincere, sincerely worried about it. But this is Biden right. one year ago today. They're, you're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you hear him yesterday telling people to get vaccinated? Yes. Meanwhile, he's standing like a foot from a bunch of mm-hmm. people, maskless, and 
sputtering on them about getting vaccines and he's spewing COVID all over them. He's literally spraying them with COVID the as he speaks right here. COVID, Mr. President, cases are going up. What should the country be doing right now? Getting vaccinated. And for those who aren't? They've got a problem. It's not, it's not in their interest or the public interest not to get vaccinated. So what do you think is going on there with this administration repeatedly saying get vaccinated and i believe it ties into what the fact that corinne jean-pierre was panicking all day today when the uh, ashish jai was answering questions that she thought could be could be construed uh as being the 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 administration being careless or dropping the ball on this well because covid is like the only issue left that they have that biden mm-hmm. has any kind of positive approval rating on his handling of it so if it turns out that he's been personally irresponsible with COVID, which clearly he was, if you really think COVID is that bad, which I personally don't, but it, he claims to, and the people in his administration mm-hmm. claim to think that it's that bad, then then you have to keep saying this stuff that like you have to get vaccinated, you have to, you should mask indoors, all this stuff, but you know, <laughs> but if he's been careless with it and not following the guidance, which I don't think he was following the guidance because it sounded to me like they were saying he had symptoms last night and there was a lot of confusion over that in the press briefing after actually my favorite part of the press briefing is when that one reporter asked uh which symptoms he had last night because it wasn't clear from the doctor's letter and kareen and dr job both looked down at the doctor's letter like looking at it closely together like they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what symptoms he had last night too like how do you not know did he have symptoms last night or didn't he because you know, he's around a lot of people. And if you really think COVID is that bad, then you should care. And but the thing is, they can't get out of the mindset that the vaccines stop you from getting and spreading it. They just can't because they banked everything on that. They banked everything right. on that last year. Exactly. That was their winning strategy. That's why they didn't do enough with exactly. like monoclonal antibodies. They put all their eggs in the vaccine is a way out it, of this basket. Precisely, which is why they keep saying it and keep saying it, even though the bottom fell out on that. That whole thing, that whole narrative fell out. I think when, it was true with like the original, well, um, the the original well, like variant. It, but, but, well, it, fine, but he's been saying get vaccinated. You, it's a it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated since a few months ago. Till a few months ago. I think that they saw that the bottom fell out on that. They had forgotten to load their um, Trojan horse with soldiers. And so I think that's what happened. But they said, okay, this everything we've been saying, dividing the country, saying one half of the country is killing the other half. How many times are you going to tell you? Get vaccinated. How many times are you going to tell you? Yeah, so and, if it turns out that or, Mr. Quadruple Vaccinated has been infecting a bunch of people while being irresponsible with COVID, that kind of damages that point. Well, I'm... It, no, the, but the point is, why do they keep telling people you have to get vaccinated? The, the the reason they had always been giving us was that, okay, you want to be a selfish bastard, that's fine. But you're going to kill everybody else if you get COVID. That's the problem. And it, so, the, you know, they made police get vaxxed in, in, in the military, whatever, under the treason. And when it was found out that you could get COVID again and again and again, even if you were vaccinated and the vaccinated people could spread it, they had lost that completely. But I think they're still saying this dead husk of a mantra of a narrative that you still have to get vaccinated. You have to get vaccinated. They, they used to not care about you. A year and a half ago, they said it was like if it was just you who died, who cares? But it's you're going to kill other people. But now that's not operative anymore because vaccinated people can kill other people. So all they have now is the slogan. You have right. to get vaccinated or you're also going to kill other people. So they, I think they're going to keep saying that. Until COVID's gone, gone, gone. And then they could say, see, it was our messaging that snuffed it out. See, but I think it's just never going to be gone at this point because it's on a trajectory to continue to spread. Or, the okay, pop- then going, mutate. going, going and credit us, the administration, mm-hmm. with being good stewards of a pandemic. Right. But here's the thing, too, with the COVID stuff. And it's interesting. So thankfully, finally... Um, you know, excess deaths in the country have like finally leveled for the first time since March of 2020 and are back on track to being like the same as any normal year prior to this. Um, so so clearly not many people are dying of COVID, but I would say that COVID is still like among the risks to the elderly, um, you know, just like flu or anything else, like not 
bigger than those really, but just sort of in the mix of things that are dangerous for elderly people. And and it's interesting because, you know, Biden's quadruple vaccinated, but he's still showing symptoms and they still put him on Paxlovid. Like, why? Right. Because the vaccine should make him get more mild symptoms and all this stuff. Well, the issue with COVID is that the risks are extremely skewed towards very specific populations. It's not young, healthy people that mm. die of COVID. It's just not like that doesn't it, the, the risks to a young, healthy person even not vaccinated, are still lower than the risks to a person who was at very high risk of COVID to start mm -hmm. with because those risks were so skewed. And now, <clears throat> you know, that's confusing to people, but, like, that's why kids really don't need vaccines because their right. risk as well, kids to, is already and, and lower. To go to, to return to well-trodden ground, mm -hmm. why are they saying that kids are dying at risk and why are they saying that young people need to get it? Why are they being absolutist about it? Because they have nothing else. Because they have nothing else. If people are still dying of COVID, then somebody out there somewhere must not be vaccinated enough. Mm. This is the approach they have chosen to take, even though it's clear that this is not the right approach. The right approach is to protect elderly people from this, tell people to get healthy, because just like anything else, if your body is carrying around a lot of excess weight, weighing you down all over your killing your organs, straining your heart. Does it do that? Yes. Jesus, Alice, why don't you tell me this? That is terrible. It's like the biggest risk of anything. Why like, don't you tell me fat. this? It, everybody knows this. Being fat isn't good for your health. No, I figure that. I didn't know it's killing my organs, for Christ's sakes. Yes. It's strange. Jesus, everything. what else is going on that I should know about? What do about? you think it does to like your heart to be dragging around all the... And like, pumping blood I, to all this Nothing good, extra. I guess, okay. Alice. Yeah. Jesus. Holy God! It's not Should I good check for myself you. in somewhere? Well, soon. Hey, um, did you talk to Dan? Um, you have not replied to Dan. I don't know if I did. I can't Holy remember if I guys, did or I not. I reached out to him. He's doing us the favor. You okay, I'll reply. Okay, I, there's a lot going on. Okay, I haven't even uploaded yesterday's show yet because I went straight out from here to Sally's game. <sighs> I've been running nonstop. What is it? Please talk to Dan. I will. I will. Do you know how many things I have to do right now? Okay. Make one of them. Please talk to Dan. Okay. Okay. All it is. Would is you a, like me to do it before the show instead next an time? An email response. Dan's our coordinator for our fat loss. In case you guys are wondering. And I did an email intro. Okay. And he said, hi, Alice. Nice to meet you. Two days ago. And Alice hasn't said hi to him. Okay. I haven't said things to a lot of people that I need to talk okay. to. Okay. I don't care about a lot of people, though. I care about Dan. Else, there's a fruitful future in. Okay, Dan I have a lot of things going on, Tom. I have a car that's not mine anymore that I sold officially and canceled the registration. Mm -hmm. That's getting uh, traffic that's traffic tickets and mm -hmm. um, uh, accidents in Maryland and Washington D.C. that I'm trying to deal mm -hmm. with. I have like so many things going on. You have no idea. Send an email to Dan. Do you, why don't you go check my work schedule right now and look through when my meetings are and see when that matches up with the times that Dan well, said on. because he asked a question about when I could meet with him. Okay? I didn't get that question. Did I? Yes. He gave me like three different times and asked which ones work. Well, just find, just find out which ones so work. So I need to find out which ones okay, work before I can work. reply to him. Do you want to do that? I'm going to put no, you I in charge you of that. you should do it because that's a time-sensitive thing and these are clients of mine. I'm getting more into just having a fight with you now and not doing a show. I don't know. Well, people don't get to see. This is more like our real fights. <laughs> I was trying to talk about Biden and stuff, and you're making it about me. I, I was just, it was in my punch list. I actually wrote three things down. One was, why do we have so many? Two was bacon. Three was, did you get back to Dan? That's exactly what I wrote in the notes. <laughs> Why? And you brought up being fat and my organs dying. So then I thought, geez, maybe we should really get in touch with Dan. Well, okay, that was but then you're just actually mad at me. We could also just not do a podcast. So here's the thing, right? Like, you're mad at me and I just don't have enough time to really do this stuff. I, I, I get like five hours of sleep a night and I... Like, I'm going 100% of that time and I just don't know, like, when I'm supposed to do this stuff. Okay, so are you unable to get back to Dan? I mean, I am, but after the show finishes, 
and I'm trying to upload the show and get back to Dan and do the 75 other things that I have to do, okay? Don't call me to come downstairs and be mad that I don't come downstairs right away, okay? I can't promise that. <laughs> because <laughs> how am I you. supposed to be getting back to Dan while you're also yelling at me from downstairs to come here and eat in front of you because it's a weird thing that you have that you demand that I come and eat stuff? I like to watch you eat. I'm sick. <laughs> it's weird. I'm, I'm it's weird. I'm a creep. It's something <laughs> I do. I don't know what to call it. Oh, man. A Chris Cuomo project on Spotify. Andrew Cuomo tweets at him. Proud of you, little brother. The, the Chris Cuomo product, project. I can't imagine. I can't imagine where the fan base is for that dude. I can't possibly imagine. I assume maybe he was a good tipper in like the bars that he... Did the Markle Windsors ever make any more episodes of their podcast? To who? Megan and Harry. Oh my goodness, no. Do they still just have like the one half yes. hour Christmas special from two years ago? Yes. Oh, what a mess. And by the way, you know who else I'm pissed off at, Alice? Who are you pissed off at? The guy who jumped off of the Mystic River Bridge into the Mystic River because the Orange Line train was burning. I'm safer in the water, he said. You melodramatic bitch. Really? Yeah, so actually I sent you this very early this morning because somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook was on this train. So this Orange Line train in Boston just caught on fire and became, you know, a, a wreck and everybody mm -hmm. had to evacuate it. And she said that people in their car, like the doors wouldn't open for a while so that people were panicking and everybody was like banging mm -hmm. trying to get out. And then and she said this one person panicked and jumped into the water and then there were all these police boats that had to come and right. rescue them and stuff. It was all this going on. But yeah, uh, I would say that I, the turnaround of the MBTA has not gone as advertised. No, I, I quite used to, I mean, that's the orange line I used to take and I loved going over that bridge. I will say that if I was in that train car, I wouldn't have gotten through that window that was open for reasons not of my own doing. <laughs> I guess that's another risk of being fat. Yeah, you can't get off the train. And if smoke filled the cabin, that would have been very disappointing and alarming. So, what else we got, homie? Or should we just go right to the chat uh, chat and, and put this baby I think it's chat chat time before this I thing get out of any more misery. mad at you today. So, so I have a question now. Yeah. Since we fought on the air, is that fight now over? And now we're down one fight for today? <laughs> or is it going to stir and stew? And should I expect the War and Peace texts, War and Peace size texts it coming? It depends. Are you going to call me to come downstairs while I am trying to reply Let to Dan? Let the record show. I call you to come downstairs because I'm feeding my lovely wife and I want to make sure you eat something because you're an extremist, if not. <laughs> right. But the problem is I'm trying to do the stuff that I need to do. David and Hogg is a jerk, Alice. David Hogg is a jerk. He's not the By only way, one. What do you mean? What's that mean? <laughs> Nothing. He also had an opportunity with the word hog, but I'll just sort of record show, Alice. You had that right there for you. A lot of uh, uh, arrows in that quiver. All right. Let's go. Doesn't he claim it's pronounced hog or something? I don't know if I have a fourth hour tomorrow with Todd on WTIC. Oh, wait. Is it possible there's a game? Is there a match tomorrow? A Red Sox match? Red uh, Sox. I don't know. Schedule. Schedule. Tomorrow's Friday. July 22. Oh, no. No, Saturday is 410. Tomorrow is 7 p 710. Toronto. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Sorry. I'll need your services tomorrow. I don't know if I can do that for you. I'll need your services. Yes, you can. After, right after. Uh, do we have company coming tomorrow or Saturday? Saturday. Okay. Okay. Um, to the chat chat we go. Here we go. Let's put this disgrace of an episode to bed. First, we'll go to this um, piece right here. Are you ready? Go for it. Are you salty me? Are you really salty at me? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you be Go salty at me? Go ahead and play the chat chat. Jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, jeez. This is my new fuck. Oh, damn, man. I ain't doing the first call. I had to bear bail. What's going on, man? I had too much caffeine, man. What's going on? Hmm. I'm not sure, Alice. What do you make of that? 
I don't know. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. We can't even close this baby out quickly. Hey, guys. Hey. I mean, they. Thank you. Uh, just wondering if you heard the conspiracy theory that the Scorpion song Winds of Change was really written by the CIA Ooh. as a form of propaganda to influence the Soviet youth at the time. Oh. I'm not a very big conspiracy theory person, but uh, this one's actually kind of fun to read about. That is interesting, uh, Mike, but I um, I don't think it's a really great song. I don't think a bunch of uh, CIA dudes could put it together. Maybe they commissioned it, though. Are they Quantico or Langley CIA? That's Langley, right? Mm, I don't Anyway, I don't see I don't see the government writing that good a song. I just don't. I don't know that they. I don't know. I don't know anything about the conspiracy theory, but I would assume it's not that a bunch of feds wrote it. I would assume it's that they that they commissioned the Scorpions to do it, right? I guess so. Like told them to come up with this song. But they were with the Scorpions, I think, were, whatever. were East German or West German. I mean, I don't know. Do you trust them? Bonsoir, Tommy. Uh oh, it's Lionel. Same while lying there. I look for you this weekend. I hope to run you over. Ciao, ciao. Yeah, thank you, Lionel. I'll be out there. We'll see. I see cars that look like his all the time. He would have definitely, in that moment, run me over. In no bleeping way, he wouldn't have. Absolutely. Hello, this is Prince Volton. I can't believe Gordon is alive. Hurry up, my Hawkman. Gather. And a dock. Is that from? Um, is that from? Uh, what's the thing with? Uh, not Buck Rogers. The thing. The Hawkman. Uh, I don't know anything like the that. The guy in the friggin' frig frig, like nineteen eighty one. Flash Gordon. Is that Flash Gordon? Maybe that's from. Yeah, he said Gordon in there. Okay, that's what it's. From that. That's what it's gotta be. First, there was the ROTC guy from Animal House during the parade. Mm-hmm. Then there was Baghdad Bob, and now Karine Jean Pierre. A bunch of losers. Damn right. She had a, a a banner day today. It was awesome. She was so she was so washing and spinning as uh, as she was talking because she was afraid of them. Well, and they were caught off guard too. I don't think they expected the press to be that antagonistic because the press really gave them a hard time. They mm-hmm. were like. What do you mean? Who were the close contacts? When did he sh- start showing symptoms? Like, wasn't he in contact with a bunch of people? At least like, half the, all this stuff. At least half the young press members in that room wear masks, right? So they're true believers. And Biden was probably breathing in a bunch of their faces yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're personally upset. <laughs> they're offended. Hey there, uh, Bill from Accounting. It is um, Thirsty Thursday, so we're Ooh. all going down to the. Cockburn and get ourselves uh, halves, half off uh, Long Island iced teas. Oof. Boy, howdy. I could drink about two and a half of them. Oof. All right, bye. Did I used to love those. We used to get pictures of those at the Red Hat. It was mm-hmm. a mistake. A mistake. Well, I, I was never one of the people who was like on the ground, but a lot of people were. Oh, pictures of Long Island iced teas. My goodness, Alice. Until I turned my life around. Mm. Nah, we don't have to worry about that. Are you still salty at me? How could you be salty at me? All my organs are dead, Alice. You should be nice to me. <laughs> cold, cold Serbian. <laughs> I was looking forward to a good show today. You and were? you dragged it down into the mud with all your stupid stuff, complaining about what? things. What's all my stupid and stuff? making me mad and accusing me of stuff. I and did just accuse making you of stuff. the show miserable. Why do we have miserable. so many? Why do we have so many? <laughs> you had to make today's show terrible did, on no, purpose. That's not true. Why do we have so many? Bacon. And did you get back to Dan? These are the things I thought was was going to bring up. That's it. You got salty and attacked me. And everybody knows it. Whose side are you on, by the way? Let us know in the chat chat whose side are you on on this. I think you can plainly see that I'm a victim here. Uh-huh. Simply have uh, legitimate concerns. And I have a long to-do list. Do you want to take some of the things? I have a long to-do list, too, Alice, okay? Well... I could take some of the things, if you'd let me take some of the things. Okay. The things I really want to take. Can I take the thing that's throw out all the junk? Can I take that? I would like to take that. I'm happy to do the it. The problem is you don't know what's junk and what's not. Okay, well, I that's would say that's your problem. No. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. All right, Jason. You want to get in the middle of this fight, Jason? There you go. 
Well, 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 Thomas. What's the story, Morning Glory? The word is on the street that the fire for your substack is out. Wipe that tear away now from your eye. Don't look back in anger. Oh. Because the world is still spinning around. Oh, you bastard. Bastard. First of all, he unsubscribes like a bastard to my subscribe substack. Now he's quoting Oasis. But we don't know why. By the way, after your attacks, I unsubscribed from Patreon, unfollowed you on Spotify, and left a not-so-nice review on your precious Apple Music. Can you imagine this? Well, you must see what happens when you start fights with people. My goodness, I did nothing wrong. I have. Wait till you find out what I'm going to do. What do you mean? What are you going to do? What if we get a spike if you divorced a spike in uh, audience? Will we still be doing the show together? I don't know that we can afford to move separately you know, <laughs> so, or, or get a lawyer. So we'll just divorce and keep living here and doing the podcast together. Is there some kind of tax benefit to that? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Don't My think organs so. are dead. It's hard for me to process <laughs> thoughts. I can't even do the end of the show stuff today. I don't know. Leave an Apple podcast review if you want to. I'm going to leave a mean one about Tom later, too. So Maybe I'll do that, too. Me. I'm doing that, too. It's on. It's on. C'est la vie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.